0: I'm Kerry Fink, and welcome to today's edition of Kingdom Living Podcast with Glenn Reppel. Uh, What an amazing journey we're going to have on today's broadcast! If you are uh, part of the literally just about two and a half million uh, folks who are reached by this message uh, uh, along any given uh, three-month period, welcome, and we invite you to share the message and and help share the good news of Kingdom Living. Uh, in your circles as well. Glenn, I am Mm. so excited. It's just fun to see uh, people hungry for the Word of God. And as we talk about, uh, this is the farthest thing from religion. This is just pure chasing God, you know?
1: (laughs) It it is, and it's just so neat to see uh, the good news of of the gospel of Jesus Christ spread to the nations. We're going to be talking about the word nation, too, and what that really means. Here today, uh, and there's just some neat stuff that the Lord just gave me this morning before doing the teaching, and uh, uh, and and you're going to see some things that we've maybe not heard before, uh, and and it's it is it is exciting when 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 Jesus downloads or the Holy Spirit downloads and gives us uh, truth and reveals Himself through through His Word. So exciting, because remember. Uh, there's only one translate, translator, and there's only one author, and, and that's the Holy Spirit. So so as we go go into the teaching today, uh, it's important that the Holy Spirit speaks to you. If this isn't Carrie, This isn't Glenn. Uh, this is about the Holy Spirit as the teacher. So this is exciting stuff to recognize that. And a challenge, those that are listening and viewing here, uh, that they Get the downloads that that they get into the Word of God and 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 have the Holy Spirit become their comforter, teacher, uh, and guide uh, in their lives. So that's really that's that's the thing we want to encourage everybody to do.
0: You know, Glenn, as as you were saying that, we we often begin the program by saying, you know, this is not an opinion show, right? This is this is just a moment where we are really just quoting scriptures from the Holy Bible. And it was so funny because I was talking. Uh, to somebody the other day and we were talking about how so many people now have access to a smartphone. And one of the cool things is is Glenn, you can get these uh, Bible apps absolutely free of charge and you can put these translations side by side because I know a lot of times when you're teaching, we'll look at a verse and we'll look at it in multiple translations to make sure we're getting all that God has in that scripture out in terms of in terms of building those foundational principles. And there's just never been a better time to be able to study the Bible because you literally have all this access at your fingertips.
1: You know, Carrie, that is a big idea because we've, been, we've had a mindset that one version of the Bible is what we had to do. Right. And, and now, with these multiple versions, and be able to go deeper and ask questions what's this word really mean? Right. And you go, wow, this is, and put it in context and, and scripture interprets scripture. You go, oh, because really, the whole, the whole Bible, the whole Bible is about the revelation of Jesus. We begin seeing Jesus all the way from Genesis through Revelation. It's just exciting because I'm going to show you where where Jesus showed up for me this morning in some scripture. I go, Oh, wow, I would have never known that, but (laughs) but it's right there. And uh, how science has been revealing Jesus all along. And we go, Oh, wow, there it is. You know, because don't forget the unseen created the scene. And we're so used to walking by what we see rather than the unseen spiritual world. And we open up that, our spiritual eyes, our spiritual ears, and even smell and and, and just uh, a walk in the spirit. It really changes our mindset. No, so
0: so important. Well, let's, with that kind of as a background, and I just real quickly, if you're new to it, uh, all of these messages are available to the entire Kingdom Living series podcast is available uh, wherever you get podcasts. But uh, really, it's even better if you're able to get it with with the video attached, because then you can uh, actually be looking at the scriptures as we're talking about them. Uh, so the YouTube channel for The Repl Minute is a great place to go. The Facebook page for The Repl Minute is a great place to go. And even the website, TheReppleMinute.com is a great place to go. You can guide your friends and colleagues who share your passion for things of God right there too. So with that, Glenn, let's let's dive right in. I am so excited for you to reveal what this teaching today is going to be about.
1: Well, and and just with what Carrie just said, yeah, I do encourage people because um, you'll see that. Uh, if you get indigestion, it's because there's so much scripture that we go through here. Because I just came back from teaching uh, two days, and uh, and again, it's 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 a it's a load, and that's why it's important. If you can watch this, you'll get the scriptures, uh, and then you can look at over and over and over. Because hearing is one thing, uh, but actually seeing is another. And the other thing is speaking it. So, so and even writing it. So there's all different ways to do uh, to, to to get the word of God in you. So the question that we're asking today, are you dry? Are you dry? Are you thirsty? Are you satisfied? Wow. So what we want to do, like we always do, is we want to put that fraud fire extinguisher that comes from from the book that we uh, wrote called uh, "The Holy Spirit Gave to Us" to, uh, on on fraud. And and I just love the idea of just trying to find out what the lies are that we have. Uh, In our fallen mindset, but when been redeemed by the blood of Jesus, we have the the new creation life living in us, and we're going to see some more of that today uh, as, as we learn about the living water. And so we're dry, but what we have is the living water. And what we see here is the scripture uh, is in John 4, 14. But if anyone drinks, drinks, so, so we get to think about, it. We're, we're going to talk about water today. If anyone drinks the what? Living water I give them, they will never what? Never thirst again, and and will be forever, look at that, satisfied, So if we're dry, if we're, are are we satisfied? So when we're drinking of this water, we'll be forever satisfied. For when you drink the water I give you, this, by the way, this is Jesus speaking. The water that I give you, it becomes a gushing, a gushing fountain of, of the Holy Spirit springing up and flooding you with endless life. Oh, that's powerful. So powerful. So This is a scripture that I learned years ago, and and it's just one that has such meaning if we could just even see, kind of get a vision of of this, and I'm going to speak it the way I learned it, and I've got it here, as a deer pants after water, so my soul longs after you, And, and here in the visual is as a deer pants for streams of water, so my soul hands for you, oh my God. If you just see a deer, just, you know, and, and as we are seeking the thirst of water, so our soul, so our soul even longs more than the water for God. So that's a soulish type of question, our, our thought here, because our, our physical body longs for water, but my soul longs for the Lord Jesus Christ. And so that's the longing uh, that we've got. What what we do each each week also is we go through uh, the green line, red line living, and it's just an important part of our teaching that we understand that the three greatest historical events, and again, the green line here that goes out is the idea that that's God's intended purpose for mankind from the beginning is eternal life forever life, ageless life, to never die. That was was God's intended purpose for mankind, is life abundantly, that green line. And so the first and greatest historical event uh, ever was creation. Uh, He put it all together. And he did it through speaking. He spoke, he spoke everything into existence through his word. And Jesus is the word. And he knew you and I before uh, he, he even spoke the word into existence. He knew us uh, and formed us even into our mother's wombs. And so creation is a, is a big idea. And with that, we are created in his image and likeness. We're in God's family. And yet the treasonous act of, of Adam, where he was disobedient, and he uh, there's two trees. We got the tree of life. We got the tree of good and evil, uh, which we symbolize here as the tree of death, life and death. Uh, and, and Adam uh, decided he wanted to go his own independent way. He declared his independence uh, from God. I don't need God, uh, and, and chose to go the death route, the I am not uh, route. Uh, I I can't be like God, uh, that, that type of thing. Yet we were made in the image and likeness of God. So that's what we call the fall. And that's a rebellion. And that's when sickness and death and disease and the selfishness and the guilt, chain, pain, condemnation, the inferiority complex, our orphan spirit, their rejection, injustice, and fear. That's when it came in. And that's that's the kingdom of darkness, the bottomless pit that, that is defined by uh, darkness is defined by mankind. I love this mankind's ignorance of the redeemed identity and and innocence. That's where we don't realize who we are and and, 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 and what what Jesus has done to redeem us and recreate us uh, into uh, the image and likeness of God. So the the second and greatest history is the fall. The third one and the greatest is redemption that he redeemed us back And, and even greater because we're going to see that we have the Holy Spirit. He, he not only, uh, we not only died with him, we rose with him and we're sitting with him now. And he had to leave after he was resurrected and he lived on earth for 40 days after he was after, after his, uh, resurrected and he then he ascended, but for 40 days before he ascended, he lived here on earth with us. That was the second coming of him living here, and he had to leave so the Holy Spirit could come back, live in man, and, and live inside this temple here, and as here we are uh, 2,000 years later, when we get this revelation knowledge, revealing through the Holy Spirit living in us, really our identity of who we are, the restoration and heaven is open. We don't have to wait to die. That that thought is crazy. We get heaven open now, the kingdom of God. Jesus, that's what he preached from the beginning. Uh, The the kingdom of God is among you now. And that's what it is, is is we have the kingdom of God living inside of us. Now, so those are some teachings that we've gone through, and some scriptures we've gone through in, in in past podcasts. But but I just wanted to kind of go through some of that with you here now too, so we can enter into God's rest now. So, uh, what what uh, one of the scriptures that we continually go through, and I think this is one of those scriptures that is so foundational because to get to where I want to go uh, with living water it's important we we look at this scripture because it ties in to everything because don't forget the word of God is Jesus. Uh, The the Bible is revealing who Jesus is and when we understand who he is, we'll also understand who we really are because we're one with him now in his glory. So this scripture details this really well. So this is Colossians 3, 1 through 4 in the Passion Translation and I just like this, and I like personalizing it, because it's something I just speak over myself every day. Christ's resurrection is my, is your resurrection too. Just going to let that sink in. Christ's resurrection is your, my resurrection too. This is why I, we, are to yearn for all that is above. And that all is from is a kingdom mindset, not a fallen mindset. That's when we yearn for the kingdom of God type of mindset, for all that is above. For that's where Christ sits enthroned at the place of all power, honor, and authority. And we died with him, we rose with him, and we ascended with him. So we're sitting with him now. So Christ sits enthroned in the place of all power, honor, and authority. So yes, yes, feast, think of a feast, think think of a banquet. So yes, feast on, I feast on all the treasures of the heavenly, that kingdom realm, and fill my thoughts with heavenly realities, not with the distractions of the natural realm. So I'm feasting on the unseen that I see through the revelation eyes and ears of of the revelation knowledge of the Holy Spirit living inside of us, not with the distractions of my natural eyes and my natural ears, because there's so much noise out there about sickness and death and disease and and can't do and and I'm not good enough and and fear. That is rampant through uh, through, through through the world. And so we when we feast on all the treasures of the heavenly realm, fill our thoughts with the heavenly realities, uh, the natural realm begins going away. So here it is my crucifixion, your crucifixion with Christ has severed the tie to this life. And now my true life, your true life is hidden away where? In God, in Christ. And here comes the statement that I think really is just so powerful. And as Christ himself is seen, not with physical eyes, but with, with the virtual eyes, with, with the revolution, re, revelation eyes, with the spiritual eyes, as Christ himself is seen for who he really is, who you really are will also be revealed. So we have to see Christ for who he really is to understand who we really are. That's our identity. It will be revealed. For I am, for you are now one with him in his glory. For you and I are one with him now in his glory. That's powerful. Do you believe that? Do you get that? Do you you understand that? Because you'll see this as we go through today. Some of this will be tying more and more and more to the living water. So, and, and this is 1 Corinthians 2, 6-11. through 11. And It's because we want to tie the glory into the living water. The wisdom of God to, to bring us into his glory. Uh, however, there is a wisdom that we continually speak of when we're among the spiritually mature, where revelation has come. It's, it's wisdom that didn't originate in this present age. Nor did it come from the rulers of this age who are in the process of being dethroned. That's going kind to of need. Instead, we continually speak of this wonderful wisdom that comes from where? From God, hidden before now in a mystery, hidden before now until it's revealed. It is his secret plan destined, destined before the ages destined before the ages to bring us, bring who? You and I, everybody listening, into his glory. When? We just read the scripture. It's now, not tomorrow, it's now. We're dealing with a now gospel, the revealing of who Jesus is. We will also know who we are and we are one with him now in his glory. To bring us, that's been God's plan from the beginning before the ages, to bring us into his glory. Now, none of the, so now none of the rulers of this present world uh, order, this world order understood it for if they had, they would have never crucified the Lord of shining glory. This is why the scriptures say things never discovered or heard of before things beyond our ability to imagine. These are the many things God has in store for who? his lovers, loves us. We are his love. He is his, we are his lovers and our love reflects him and that's his glory. But God now, here it is, but God now unveils these profound realities to us by how? By the spirit. Yes, he has revealed to us his inmost heart and deepest mysteries through what? the Holy Spirit, who consistently explores all things. After all, who can really who can really see into a person's heart and know his hidden impulses except for the person's spirit? So it is with God. His thoughts and secrets are, are fully understood by his spirit, the spirit of God. God is spirit, and we worship him in spirit and in truth. As we go through these scriptures, it's the Holy Spirit inside of you hopefully speaking through me that penetrates your heart also. So there is a mystery. There's a divine mystery, a secret surprise. I love that. That has been concealed from the world for generations. And this is Colossians 1 through 26 and 27. And when I, I got this years ago, I go, wow, this is so exciting. So so this secret surprise has been concealed from the world for generations, but I love this part here, but now, and that's why I like to emphasize this for those that are able to visually see the scripture, but now it's being revealed and unfolded and manifested for every, for who? Every holy, holy, we're holy, believer to experience. So this mystery is one that comes to us and we get to experience living where? In you, living within you is Christ. And here's the word, who floods, there's the water, who floods you with the expectation of glory. He's flooding this overflow, floods us with the expectation of glory. This mystery of Christ embedded where? Within you, within us, becomes a heavenly treasure chest of hope filled with the riches of glory for who? His people and God wants what? Everyone to know it. Wow. That's powerful. He wants everyone to know it. So Jesus Christ, and this is 1 John 5, 6 through 12 in the Passion. Jesus Christ is the one who is revealed, who was revealed as God's son by how? His water baptism and by the blood of his cross. So this is really important because we're gonna be talking about a testimony here of spirit, water, and blood. So Jesus Christ is the one who was revealed as, as God's son by his water baptism and by the blood of his cross. Not by water only, but by water and blood. And the spirit who is truth confirms this with his testimony. So, we're talking about spirit, water, and blood. So, we have these three consistent witnesses giving their evidence the spirit, the water, and the blood. All these three are in agreement. If we accept the testimony of men, how much more should we accept the more authoritative testimony of God that he has testified concerning? The son, his son. Those who believe in the son have, look what we have. Those who believe in the son have the living testimony in their hearts. Those who don't believe have made God out to be a liar by not believing the testimony God has conferred about his son. This is true. This is the true testament that God has given us. Mankind, eternal life, and this life has its source where? In his son. Whoever has the son has eternal life. Whoever does not have the son does not possess eternal life. So we're talking about here uh, the the spirit, the water, and the blood. I believe there's lots of teachings on the spirit, and, and we have teachings on the blood. Uh, in in what we're going to talk about today is the living water and how important water is to sustain uh to sustain us. So rivers of living water. I just love this because this was a scripture that that just I go, wow, it just flows. Because when we're filled with the Holy Spirit, we just have this gushing flowing of the rivers of living water flowing through this. And this is John 7. 37 through 39. And again, this is Jesus speaking. This is Jesus speaking. Then on the most important day of the feast, the last day, <laughs> now if you just, Jesus stood and he shouted, he shouted out to the crowds. He shouts out, are you, thir- are you, are, are you, all you thirsty ones? Come, come, come to me. Come to me and drink. And can you see that? All you thirsty ones, come to me, come to me and drink. Believe in me so that rivers, rivers of living water will burst out from within you, flowing from where? Your innermost being, your soul, just like the scripture says. Jesus was, see, now he had not gone to the cross, so Jesus was prophesying about what? The Holy Spirit. He's going to die. He gets buried. He rose again and lived on earth as a second coming. He lived there for 40 days, had to ascend and had to send to the Father to sit at the right hand so that now he could bring the Holy Spirit to live inside of us. Jesus was prophesying about the Holy Spirit that believers were being prepared to receive, but the Holy Spirit had not yet been poured out upon them because Jesus had not yet been unveiled in his full splendor. So the full splendor is the resurrected Christ that comes through his obedience unto death his resurrection and ascension to bring the holy spirit to, to us so the water of life from the throne and this is so neat this is so neat this is this is something that i just really received okay cuz i kept on asking some of the questions here. uh and this is revelation 22 verses 1 to 2 and again the the whole Word of God, the whole Bible is the revelation of Jesus. Particularly the Book of Revelation, Genesis is the revelation of Jesus. We see Genesis, we see Jesus all the way through in the Bible because it's revealing who Jesus is, and we know who Jesus is as He's revealed. Who we are will also be re- revealed because we're one with Him now in His glory. So let's look at this here. Uh, and then he showed me, this is John speaking in, in his vision in and, and, and Revelation, then he showed me a river of, of the water of life. You know, we are 60 to 70% water, our body is 60 to 70% water, the earth is 60% is uh, water. Uh, so we had, So he showed me this river of water of life, clear as crystal. Coming from where? Coming from the throne of God and of the lamb, the throne of God and the lamb, the sacrifice lamb in the middle of its street. So we have the lamb of God. So the vision here is he's seeing this in the middle of street on either side of the river was the tree of life. So now we have the tree of life, the tree of good and evil are the tree of death. So we have this tree of life now that's being visually seen and we have this river of living water that's coming in and flowing through us. And was the tree of life bearing 12 kinds of fruit. So as I was going through this, I go, what is this? all about? What's the 12 kinds of fruit? Because we have the fruit of the spirit. Uh, We have the fruit of the spirit. Uh, which are nine fruits. I'm gonna say, what's the 12? Yielding this fruit every month, and the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nation. So I started asking these questions and started looking at it, and it's interesting uh, in in the, uh, there's there's two different versions uh, of the fruits of the spirit. There's nine fruits, and there's 12 fruits. And as St. Jeremy, uh, Jeremy uh, in the Latin translation, talks about there's 12 fruits And I go oh that's kind of neat and so so in the in the uh, uh, in, in the in the, uh, the the Vulgate uh translation and so so those 12 that makes sense so so the fruit of the spirit uh is is coming out these are the trees bearing fruit and yielding new fruit every month and then the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. So that was that was really interesting too so I started asking questions about that and I'll get into that in a second here but before I do that let's let's look at what what water is some of the benefits of just drinking water because uh, there's a healing and a restoration and a recreation that goes on inside of us just with water. It's better for our skin, our hair, our nails. It's weight loss. It improves digestion. It's, it's a waste to remove it, get rid of that bad stuff that's inside of our body. It, enhance, it enhances brain functioning, brain and spinal cord protection. There's better blood flow and more oxygen. It keeps kidneys functioning. It's it's better mood and less stress. Wow! Don't we want that too? That's what water does. And then there's a not only the hydration that goes in; it just brings in the nutrients into our cells and recreates those cells and and just helps us uh, have energy on a day to day basis. So as as reading about uh, about the idea that. Uh, the, 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 uh, the leaves of the tree were for the, for, for the uh, healing of the nations. And, and as I got into that, I said, okay, well, well what's that? And I started studying that. And, and in one of the translations, they mentioned the word photosynthesis. And I said, well, what's photosynthesis? And I said, well, oh, wow, how, how nature reveals also uh, God. And so the process of photosynthesis is sunlight and God is what? He's light. Jesus is the light of the world. He's the word of the He's Word and He's light. He brought light. Uh, we are light. So we have the light. So photosynthesis brings light, it has carbon dioxide, and we have the water. So you have the water that brings the nourishment to the plants and the sunlight and the carbon dioxide. And we have this beautiful plant that then spins out oxygen and, and carbohydrates for energy and sugar. And so what happens, we have this photosynthesis and here comes this beautiful plant, this sunflower here that's showing here. And out of that, I said, wow, that's who we are. That's our new creation life. Life. <coughs> And so we have here is Jesus is so on this left side here on this is Jesus is the left side. He is the light. uh, He's the uh, he's the air that we breathe and he's the water. Uh, so we have uh, we have all three of these giving testimony about who we are also. And so uh, as we see this, we are an example of this natural part of photosynthesis, but we're this new created life. So if God can do this in the natural with trees and flowers and with natural, what can he do through our born again, new creation life, restoring us back to the image and likeness of God? God. So that same process that's going on in the natural world is also going on in the spiritual world with our bodies, with our soul. There's a redemption going on, and he came to redeem all mankind back to his image and likeness. Oh, that that was what I learned today and just kind of go, oh, that is so neat. I've not heard anybody teach on that, but photosynthesis just ties so much into our born-again, recreated life. Uh, He who knew no sin became sin so that we could become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And so we have been made righteous. We are this light of the world as Jesus was, and we are his crown glory now. So uh, as we look at uh, John 4, 10 through 15, uh, this is really important. This is, uh, as we were talking before we came on, Carrie, was you, you were quoting these scriptures here uh, about the the Samaritan woman at the well. And Jesus replied to her, says, if you only knew who I am. And again, think of him just speaking to each one of us. Jesus warned, if you only knew who I am and the gift that God wants to give each one of us. You'd ask me for a drink, they're at the well there, and I would give you, here's what he said, I'll give you living water. (laughs) So that's that spiritual water, that's that photosynthesis that's going on inside of our bodies, that's that new creation life that's going on inside of us. The woman replied, but sir, you don't even have a bucket, and the well was very deep, so where do you find this living water? Do you really think that you are greater than our ancestors, Jacob, who dug this well and drank from it himself along with his children and livestock? Jesus answered, if you drink from Jacob's well, (laughs) you'll be thirsty again. But here's a but, here's a but. But if anyone drinks the living water, I give them They will, look at this, they will never be thirsty again. For when you drink the water I give you, it becomes a gushing fountain of the Holy Spirit flooding you with endless life. That's that green life. That's the everlasting life. That's the ageless life. That's that new creation life that he gives us. Spirit, soul, and body, complete finished in the works of Jesus Christ, totally restored back into the image and likeness, anointed, holy, saints, now, saints, now. The woman replied, let me drink that water so I'll never be thirsty again and won't have to go, come back to draw water again. Oh, she got it, she got it. And so it's important that we receive this also. And so what we, we read also in, in, in Psalms 46, uh, four through seven, we see uh, the Old Testament where, where it was also uh, prophetically speaking about the constant flowing river. So God has a constantly flowing river whose sparkling, sparkling streams bring joy and delight to his people. His river flows right through the city of God most high into his holy dwelling places. Question, where's the city of Most High? Where's the holy dwelling places? Where's the tabernacle now? It's inside of us. We are, the veil has been opened up. We entered the Holy of Holies. We've been recreated. We enter his presence because of what Jesus Christ has done. We are the new creation life. We've been made whole. The new Jerusalem is living inside of us. We have the most high. We enter into his presence, and we have the Holy Spirit living inside us. So this is a prophetic word about who we are, uh, and and is defined later in the new new covenant, new testament. God is in the midst of his city, secure and never shaken. And at daybreak, his help will be seen with the appearing of the dawn. With the nations are in uproar with their tottering kingdoms. God simply raises his voice and their earth begins to disintegrate before him. And and this is a word that we're going to see in a few minutes. Here he comes, here he comes. The commander, the mighty Lord of the angel armies is on our side, the God of Jacob, fights for us. And what we see here, and I just really like this here, and this is Revelation twenty We've used this a little bit as a uh, uh, come to the future, but let's look at this. come, oh, oh, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is speaking to each one of us right now, listening and watching and hearing, and through the Word of God, revealing, Come, oh, says the Holy Spirit. And the bride, and who's the bride? We're the bride, we're the bride and bride. They're speaking together, the Holy Spirit and the bride and divine duet is speaking to us. Let everyone who hears, not with the physical ears, but hears with the divine ears, the revelation knowledge of the ears and the spirit. So let everyone who hears this duet, join them in saying what? What do we say? Come, come. Let everyone gripped with spiritual thirst say, come. Come, and let everyone who craves the gift of living water, the living water, come and drink it freely. Come, let me just say this again, because it is just so, so powerful. And I'm going to say, I'm going to do this in the uh, the amplified translation, because I think it's so important that we, we just get this idea of the bride. And, and we take this scripture, uh, Revel- Revelation 22, 17, in the Amplified. in the Amplified amplifies things and it stretches it out a little more so we can see some of this. So the Holy Spirit and the Bride. And what's the Bride? The Church, the Body of Christ, the Ecclesia, the true Christians. This isn't a building with a steeple. This is us. This is the Ecclesia. This is the Body of Christ. So the Church, the True Christian. So the Holy Spirit and the Bride, that's us, say, Come, we're saying come and let him who is listening, who's listening, say come and let everyone come who is thirsty, who is painfully conscious of his need of those things which the soul is refreshed, supported, and strengthened. So let's 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 look at it, and let everyone come who is thirsty. And we just amplify this out here. And it said, who is painfully conscious of his need of those things, which the soul is refreshed, supported, and strengthened. That's the soul. That's the soul that is refreshed, supported, and, and strengthened. And, and so these, these are ones who come. Whoever earnestly desires to do it, to come, let him come and take appropriate and take appropriate and drink the water of life without cost. We have this sacrificial thinking that we have to sacrifice something to receive. Jesus Christ is and was and will be the living and has been the living sacrifice for all. So the spirit is, and the bride is saying, come, come, come to this living water that we've got. So, We also see in Philippians 2, 1 through 5, uh, and this is so important because I was just reading this week and this just became so real to me again here too, is uh, that, and he's saying, look, look at how much encouragement we have found in your relationship with the anointed one. You are filled to overflowing. And again, that overflowing is the Holy Spirit. That's the rivers of living water too, as we can see that too. So you are filled to overflowing with what? His comforting, his comforting love. Because that river of living water is, is recognizing how much the comforting love that Jesus Christ, that God has through Jesus Christ and, and what He's done for us. That comforting love, knowing that we're loved, you've experienced you, you and I we've experienced a deepening friendship with who? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is revealing the comforting love and have felt his tender affection and mercy. Boy, and how much the world needs to know how much they are loved. How much they are loved. So I'm asking you, my friends, that you will be joined together in perfect unity with one heart. So this is important that we get this. So so I'm asking you, so this is Paul speaking, my friends, that you be joined together in perfect unity with one heart, one passion, and united how? in one love. Walk together in one harmonious purpose, and you will fill my heart with abundant joy. And again, that's Paul speaking, but that's Jesus speaking through Paul. That's the Holy Spirit speaking. So when we are unified in what? In Christ's love and knowing the comforting love that he has for us. As children, And it's the, the revelation of the Holy Spirit, and we're experiencing that friendship to the Holy Spirit. Oh, so that's the unity that, that we don't, many times as a church, we don't look much different than the world. But when we experience the overflowing, com- comforting love and the deepening friendship that we have with the Holy Spirit, we come together because that's what we have in common. That's our harmonious purpose, is that love that we share through the Holy Spirit. Be free from, and this this hit me, be freed from prideful opinions, for they will only harm your cherished unity. And again, as Carrie said in the beginning, we're, we're just, we're quoting scripture. This is not an opinion show. We're not giving an opinion here. Uh, because opinions can only harm your cherished unity. Don't allow self-promotion to hide in your hearts, but in authentic humility, put others first, and view others as more important than yourselves. Wow, see, that's the fall. That's what Adam does, God, I don't need you. I, I'm gonna go off my own away. Abandon every display of selfishness, Possess a greater concern for what matters to others instead of your own interest. Oh, Hey, consider the example that Jesus, the anointed one, has set before us. Let his mindset become our, your motivation. Oh, that's so good. We have the mindset of Christ, not the fallen Dark mindset. We have the mindset of the kingdom of God with Christ living in us. We have that renewed mind. So it's important that we keep that uh, in front of us as we think. Think heavenly minded. So uh, we we look here at in, in John seven. This again is Jesus speaking, and he's speaking. Uh, and, and this is such an important because this is the one that uh, with we, the the gushing uh, flow of waters flowing through us is that and this is in the uh, 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 th- this is in the the mirror translation here, on the final day, the crescendo of the eighth day of the feast of tabernacles, Jesus knowing that that he look at this that he is the completeness. <laughs> the completeness of every prophetic picture and promise cried out with a loud voice so so in other words see meaning he knows that the completeness of time because god's outside of time but the prophetic voice of the old covenant was being prophetically spoken to to about the completeness of what Jesus, the Messiah, the Lord and Savior, Redeemer of the world was doing. So so in every prophetic, prophetic picture and promise cried out with a loud voice, if anyone is thirsty, let him come and stand. I really like this. Face to face with me and drink. Now, the Lord showed me something today, or or this week on this too. If anyone is thirsty, let me speak. Remember, he shouted out in in another room. He shouted out, come and stand face-to-face with me and drink. See, there's something about email. There's something about a a phone call. But there's something about, even here we are on the internet, and those of you can, can hear and you maybe can see the visual, but there's something about being face-to-face with a person, with Jesus, to be in face-to-face with me and drink. And this is a footnote in the mirror translation. John again employs the word prose here uh, in order to emphasize the face-to-face fellowship we're invited to. In the mystery of the incarnation, the photosynthesis, we stand face-to-face with the word as in a mirror. We're face-to-face. We're seeing the mirror images as, as Christ is seeing who he really is, who we really are will also be revealed because we're looking in that mirror, that reflection as Jesus is, so are we in this world. And then verse 38, and you're realizing that I am what the scripture, so Jesus is speaking here, In your realizing that I am what the scriptures are all about, you will discover uniquely for yourself face to face with me that you, you, me, you, all of us are what I am all about, and rivers of living water will gush out of your innermost being. This is important that we see this. You, me, us, Carrie, all of us listening. We we are what Jesus was all about, the redemption, the incarnation, the recreation, the photosynthesis of the plant. We are the rivers of living water gushing out of our innermost being, the flow of the spirit, the water, and the blood combined together in the mirror image. Of who Jesus, that's the testimony that's being being leashed, released out to us through Jesus Christ's prophetic word in the completeness of everything that He's done in us. And one final scripture here is, and this this to me just just kind of just ties it all together with the living the living one. This is John four fourteen in the Passion. But if anyone drinks. The living water I give them, they'll never be thirsty again, and I will be forever and will be forever satisfied. So those people that are seeking satisfaction through drugs, uh, through through overeating, uh, f- through money and greed, they'll never be satisfied. It's not until we get our thirst filled through the Holy Spirit and the the fruit of the Spirit just begins abiding in us and through us. And and so I give them, they will never be thirsty again and will be forever satisfied. satisfied. For when you drink the water, I give you, it becomes a gushing fountain of the Holy Spirit, springing up and flooding you with endless life, forever life, abundant life. Never die, life, ageless life, and that spiritual, physical life. Now we know who we are and what Jesus Christ has done—the resurrected Christ, because we were resurrected with Him, and we have life abundantly now. Amen and amen. <laughs>
0: wow what 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 a gr- what a great lesson because you know we we were talking about it, Glenn, as you mentioned before. Uh, before uh, we started the podcast, uh, it, it is one of the one of my favorite scriptures where we're talking about the woman at the well and uh, and Jesus explains to her something that she really doesn't have a revelation for at that precise moment. She didn't realize it, but she had an appointment with destiny and when when uh, when when uh, God used that moment to inspire her and encourage her to see that when you take those living waters, you don't thirst again. And if you think about it, that how how that really promoted the spread of the gospel at that particular time. And, you know, Glenn, as we're talking about this, you know, folks are watching, tuning in from literally all over the world. And this is the moment uh that you, viewer, have the opportunity to share um this good news with the folks that are in in that you come into every day. Uh, because they may not be aware, you know, they may be thinking carnally and like, oh, well, if I get some water, I'm going to be thirsty in an hour or two. And, and, and so that could be as we talk about in the natural, but what we are talking about is in the
1: spiritual, Glenn. Amen. Amen. And again, we have no agenda here except to. A- spiritual to bring the word of God through the Holy Spirit speaking through us. So as that's happened, we just pray that those seeds have been planted and there's growth here. We're not asking for money or donations or anything else. We just want to see people grow and allow the word of God, that living water, that living water, just to bring refreshment, to satisfy. So there's a contentment, there's a peace that passes all understanding and the knowledge and the revelation of who Jesus is really is, because as we understand who Jesus is, we'll understand who we really are, because we're one with him now in his glory, because we've taken these verses, a lot of this teaching, to something into the future, when this is a now gospel. Jesus was revealed Back then, he's being revealed now. He's being revealed into the future. It's a continuous tense that's happening. And that water is refreshing and overflowing. And it's like manna that they had to take every day. So this is an every day drinking from the will of the living water of his word living inside of us. So there's a part of an excitement inside of me because uh, I I got this whole idea. Oh, I, I didn't even mention about the nations. The word nations uh, is that the leaves? Is that photosynthesis? Uh, is it to brings healing to the nations? And and so we have this political thinking of, of nations when nations is really a culture. It's 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 a fallen, unredeemed culture that we're to bring the healing salve of the gospel to the culture, the kingdom of God, to bring the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of God. So there's a culture that we experience as as an ecclesia, the love nation of God speaking through us and living in us through, through the fruit of the spirit. We bring healing, that photosynthesis of our lives being redeemed and recreated to bring that leaf, the healing to these nations. What a powerful word. Because yeah. uh, we take nations as government bodies, well, we have a government body because we're in the kingdom of God. And we have a king, and he wants us to be walking as kings and ruling this world with his love.
0: Yeah, a- absolutely. Well, Glenn, as you know, we always close each broadcast with going through the um, uh, through through these great uh, the 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 rights that accrue to you. Uh, in in Kingdom Living. They, we call it the Believer's Declaration of Legal Rights. In fact, uh, Glenn is going to read them for just a moment. But if you're new, you'll see a link here on the screen. Encourage you to go ahead and use that link to get your own copy of this. Uh, I suggest that you um, print it out, maybe put it on um, a place where you're going to see it regularly. Be encouraged because th- these affirmations are biblical. They remind us of who we are in Christ Jesus, and they become a foundational tool that you can use even as you're ministering with the people that you're encountering day in and day out. And uh, Glenn, I also want to remind uh, folks if they're new to the Kingdom Living s- series that there is a, a really a great, great wealth of information available to you, absolutely free of charge at um, thereppelminute.com. You can access the Kingdom Living Podcasts. Uh, There are literally 80 plus of them available for you to just access as you feel free to. Uh, Glenn, your daily REPL minute, the Monday through Friday, biblical inspiration, motivational, uh, great way to start your day. Those are available on the website. In fact, you can can just, all we ask for is your email address, nothing else. You can have these directly uh, in your email box each morning. A great way to start Monday through Friday. Glenn, you've been doing those. Continually uh, since 2006, and of course, um, we always like to mention the book "Fraud": what God has to say about tactics of the enemy. Because Glenn, as we've talked about, it's a very uh, easy to appropriate; it's 40 bite-sized chapters, but really a great uh, uh, jumping-off point as you begin your study of kingdom living. And and Glenn, as you've talked about along the way, you know, it makes a great way for people to get together and maybe study together. To use that as a tool to do that. So, uh, Glenn, I'm going to ask if if you don't mind to uh, lead us through the Believer's Declaration of Legal Rights, and then let's pray for everybody within the sound of uh, within the sound of this message. Not only that this impacts them, but everyone that they're able to come in contact with and share this message with.
1: Yeah, yeah. Think thank, what an honor it is just to speak God's word, to read God's word, mm-hmm. and just uh, uh, just. See, see it impacting others lives uh the believer's declaration of legal rights i am a special race we're all in the we're on the same race we're in the family of god as a child of god as a citizen in the kingdom of god in the body of christ in the ecclesia in a kingdom of priests i belong to in and into the family of god i can enter into god's presence how boldly now I have been recreated into God's image and likeness of love. I manifest and experience heaven on earth now with righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. I am restored, redeemed, and recreated back with God the Father, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit living where? In me now. I have the word of God dwelling in me. I have the crown of righteousness. We've been made righteous on my head and wear the garment of praise, which is the robe of righteousness. I have have the legal rights and privileges to use the name of Jesus. I have legal authority as a believer over the principalities, powers, and rulers of the kingdom of darkness. I have through the Holy Spirit living in me, the resurrection power to cast out demons, to lay hands on the sick, and they are healed. They are healed. That's to the nations. Well, let's go before the Lord and just proclaim and profess what we just spoke. Father, we Father, we thank you. We proclaim your word does not return void. We just declare your healing. Leave your leaves. uh, Just 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 bringing healing uh, to the nations. Uh, to the bot, to those that are living in anxiety and fear and worry, uh, that that have not really received your love, that their identity has not been revealed, they have a difficult time looking in the mirror and seeing you and seeing themselves in that same mirror, the reflection is you. As you are, so are we in this world. And Father, thank you. We just thank you. We praise you for loving us, for redeeming us, to restore us, and we have the resurrection power of Christ living in us. Father, for those that are listening and watching, we just pray for healing to those physical parts, for the soul, those soul wounds that have been there, that someone has offended them, but that offense has been healed through the blood of Jesus. The forgiveness has happened and the healing uh, of their, not only the forgiveness of sins, but the healing of their soul and the body being restored back, full restoration of hips and joints, And Father, everything, the pain in someone that has diabetes or high blood pressure, the healing comes inside of their body. Mm -hmm. Uh, Those that are having hearing problems, seeing problems, their sight is being restored. Their vision is being restored. Father, we just thank you. We thank you for what you're doing because we receive your laying hands on us. And that living water is just gushing through and just flowing through everyone listening that can hear uh, your word today. Father, we thank you. We just praise. We praise and thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen. And, and again, thank you, Glenn, for another great teaching on uh, living water. And again, everything is available to you at thereppleminute.com. So thank you again for taking the time to be with us uh we'll look forward to seeing you again soon please share the message uh with those that uh, that you feel will benefit from it which if you think about it is just about everybody and uh so we'll just look forward to seeing you on the next edition of kingdom living podcast with glenn reppel see you soon Come on.